I have your connection to Anne has failed. Retrying. I mean, personally, it's happened a few times, <laughs> but we've always, always been able to pick it back up. But that's always your fault. <laughs> uh, you can all hear one another, though, right? Yeah. 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 Ah, oh, fuck it. Let's yeah. just do it and okay. see what happens. Do it, do it live. live. <laughs> <laughs> We're all so okay. stupid. Like, <laughs> God. Welcome aboard the Little Red Bandwagon, the podcast about a podcast that might just be too beautiful to live. From the Stick of Butter Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota, I'm Ann Lundholm, and tonight I'm breaking one of the cardinal rules of podcasting, which is that you never podcast alone. But it's okay, because I'm just here to intro today's episode, which I'm calling LRB, The Year in Review. Instead of our regular clip show featuring moments from TBTL history, I've scoured the LRB archives to find my favorite clips from our 2018 shows. And some of these I had in mind already, and some of them I found by skimming through the episodes and stopping to investigate whenever I heard a bunch of laughter. It's probably inefficient, but it works. Um, If I'm going to be honest, probably the best parts of the show are when we have sincere moments, but I didn't want to have a holiday time show full of Mike crying over dead pets. So I focused on the funny stuff. And some of these are funny conversations, some are just plain silly, and some of us are making fun of each other as we do. You'll hear me and Meredith doing some Super Bowl commentary, some theater of the mind from Mike, the first time Hillary sang on the show our discussion of Luke's boat crash, and many more. Oh, and this doesn't appear in any of these clips, but I found this along the way. Bobby has been asking you guys to fax him since April 16th. What are you waiting for? Get on it. He's so lonely. Um, I'm not going to do any interstitial commentary today, so you'll have to listen to the clips context-free. My thought was that if the regular clip shows are Cap'n Crunch with Crunch Berries, this show is Oops All Berries. Less time talking means more clips that I can fit into the mix. I'll list them all and what episodes they appear on in the show notes on our website so you can listen to the entire episode to get the context if you want to do that. And with that, let's fire up the Wayback Machine to a clip from January 1st and we'll roll through the year from there. It was really fun for me to find these and put them together, so I hope you all enjoy listening. Bye, guys. Uh, I had a couple G.I. Joe action figures. And then one year, I think I got um, what was called a Big Jim, um, J-I-M. <laughs> the guy's name was Big Jim, and he had a mm-hmm. camper, and he had friends and stuff. And then I was just recalling it a couple of years ago, and I was like, oh, what was that lame-ass Big Jim? And then I went and looked at the commercials for it, and it's the gayest <laughs> toy. These guys are gay. They're out there, and they, they, they like were short shorts and and the the commercials all about to how they're going to be such good buddies and friends and it's like it was totally the opposite GI Joe which was like GI Joe kill this guy kill that guy and the big gym was like was like all about love and camping and who's we're going to arm wrestle and see who's stronger and like, oh my god i can't believe well, i'm you know still what? This, straight it must be this must be ner- GI, a nature 
Not this G.I. Joe conversation reminded me of the Fensler G.I. Joe uh, PSA parodies. Have you guys seen those? Mm-hmm. Um, they used to crack me up, and I used to watch them over and over and over, and I pulled them all out again. There's a best of compilation on YouTube that I spent a good 10 minutes uh, crying, laughing oh, on the couch. you got to put the other that day. up, and, and I'll put up one or two of those big gym TV ads. Yeah. Well, because it, that reminded me of a lot of that, too, is because there's an awful lot of innuendo in these. Uh, in these PSAs. Right, right. right. <laughs> Added or not. <laughs> like like in the G.I. Joe, there may have been latent homosexuality, but in Big Jim, it was like they did they did everything but bone in those commercials. Yeah. Something like my high school girlfriend. Hey, <laughs> oh. uh, Um, Andrew admits that he traded, or maybe brags? No, he's proud of this, that he traded his Alice in Chains Dirt album for David Bowie's Hunky Dory, which is probably a good... I, I'm in favor of that trade uh, as an yeah, Alice in Chains okay. hater. Yeah, I did never heard of this trading of stuff. I never traded Mm-mm. anything with anybody. No. I think I did. I had a group of girlfriends in middle school and high school, and we would, but it was more like an open swap meet. It was like I stayed yeah. over at your house, and I can I wear this shirt, and then I just steal it, and then they right, come over right, and steal right. something of mine, kind of thing. Uh-huh. Um, it wasn't. It's flattering that they trading. liked your thing so much as to put it on and wear it home <laughs> well it was cool until one of them took my favorite shirt and then all seven yeah. of them rotated it around and i never got it back i took um, uh i took a sweater from a friend of my my college uh best friend john hedegaard i took a sweater from him once and i would just wear it when i knew he wasn't going to be around <laughs> right <laughs> see my friends weren't even that considerate they just wear it to school in front of me and i'd be like Damn oh, it, no. i want that shirt back um, the guys talk about the real-life origins of uh, several G.I. Joe characters, including Destro. Uh, none, none of this meant anything to me. I was not a G.I. Joe watcher as a child. Oh, this was so frustrating. I was yearning yeah. that it could be Kamarakev and me having this discussion because he was a little hazy on some of the details, but he at least had the basics correct. Luke and Andrew were just useless yeah. over this, and I was like, no, mm-hmm. I can't listen to you. <laughs> I can tell you all about Jinx. I can tell you all about the G.I. Joe movie that she was introduced in. I had a flash of irritation at that. Andrew said that his favorite G.I. Joe toy was Jinx, and then he was like, oh, why did I like her? She was a girl. Did I have a crush on her? Like, you can't just like a character? Come on. Oh, I just scrolled up to make sure that was your note, Meredith. Um. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I said in my notes, cannot like girl character without wanting to fuck it. Uh, Meredith, Sorry, I am going to warn you now in this new chapter of your life that any guy who tries to befriend you may very well be trying to sleep with you. <laughs> See, that's a lesson that I, I don't know. Well, maybe I've learned it now, but I didn't know it until recently. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's a good it's a good reminder. Yeah, just keep that in mind. But it still disappoints me, and it still makes me sad, and I still wish it wasn't true. Yep. Well, All these new friend requests since you, you've talked about your divorce. It's not a... <laughs> They don't actually want to be my friend? Right. Well, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Somewhere to start. a little bit. Um, Also, I think I just Uh. found a picture of Big Jim and friends, and it it looks like... um, I didn't know the village people could look gayer, but I get what you're saying. Wow. They are ripped. It's pretty incredible. It's uh, the commercials, man. Oh, my God. Bobby, this this better be the show picture or I'll never speak to you again. It's definitely the show picture. There's even a token (laughs) black guy in the back. I see that. He's holding a dumbbell. Yeah. 
Oh, y'all thought I was exaggerating. I was not exaggerating. These are the gayest. That guy's this chest is the gayest piece. toy. And they go around in a big rape RV. And that guy has a log in front of him? What? For chopping? You mean the guy with the yeah. cut off shorts and yes, denim vest? Yes, and denim vest with no shirt underneath. This all makes sense now, Mike in the denim vest. It was inspired <laughs> the by denim vest I wore. You think it, they would have been more progressive had they had like a bear? You know, a guy, a big right. chubby guy in the background yeah, I too. Just there was to, nothing like that. No, they're all ripped. That's Nobody not the guy there. you put out there on the front lines. That's the guy you go home to. That's true. That's the guy. It depends who's on the audience you're trying to attract. True. Cook dinner and do your laundry. All right, all right. No, I was really gratified that the Eagles won. I was really happy about that. I didn't care one way or the other. <laughs> I just felt like I I chose a winner because I I called it ahead of time. But just because Tom Brady lost this one Super Bowl, does that mean that he's not a winner? I mean, because he's very handsome and he has won a lot of Super Bowls up to this point. Is he handsome, though? I don't know. Everybody says he is. But do you think he is? Uh, Yeah, that's how I feel, too. His wife's gorgeous, though. Well, yes. She's a supermodel. And she and her children were crying afterwards. And I don't feel good about that. Uh, No. I think there was some blowback going around the internet because she said something to the effect of that she told the kids um, everybody else should be able to win something too. Or she said we should let other people win. We should let other people win. Yeah. Yeah. And then people were like, what do you mean let? Give them a chance. I I tend to give her a pass on that because let's remember English is not her first language, no matter how long she's lived here. And she was also sort of saying something off the cuff in a bad time. So I don't know. I don't have anything against them because I don't care about deflate gate. I mean, I have a million questions I could ask about that. That would probably make Mike really angry. So I'll I'll just <laughs> leave those. But well, you did make a point in your notes about that, and and maybe we should talk about that for a second. Oh, about um, where did I make that? Oh, uh, yes, I don't understand why a team can't inflate their balls. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> as much or as little as they want. But doesn't the other team have to handle the balls? Is that why? Well, <laughs> um, yeah, but see, so Christy was saying it's akin to baseball when you cork or tar a bat. But I don't think so because the corked bat gets handled only by the player, the one player who has mm-hmm. corked it and wants to cheat. But once that football goes on the field, anybody can touch it. Right. I think that each team should be able to inflate or deflate their balls to whatever makes them happy and feels good when they touch them. <laughs> I love this. Well, okay, but then we'd have to, so each team would have to inflate or deflate their balls to their um, desired level. And then we would have to make sure that an equal distribution of each team's balls got on the field to make it even. Otherwise, you know, like if one team liked their balls really. <laughs> really inflated. And it didn't work well for the other team. Like you would have to make sure that um, that advantage wasn't unfair. I would say whoever has possession of the ball gets to, gets choose. to choose. Yeah, if you hmm. want to take it out flat as a pancake 
I mean, bring a Frisbee for all I care. Okay. Just, I would say once the game starts, maybe you're not allowed to change it. Okay. For every possession or whatever, but hell, as long as everybody knows. Now, I, I do understand that because it's not allowed and because he did it in secret, deflated his balls in secret, which is as far as I'm <laughs> concerned where this should be done. Yeah. <laughs> because he didn't yeah. tell anybody and he lied about it that that's a bad, bad thing. But I care so little about football that I'm like, who, who really gives a crap? I mean... Everybody except um, me. I think gives a lot a crap, of people. But. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's the answer to that question. <laughs> um, Luke struggles with the uh, po' boy in two ways. The first being it's delicious, delicious uh, carbohydrates, and second way in how he pronounces um, po' boy, and that leads us to our fir- first and probably quickest throw your phone in show history. Um, it's from Danny and he says, all caps, no, 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 Luke, you cannot call it a poor boy. It's a po' boy. As I head to Popeye's to get me one. And I've had a Popeye's one recently and, and it is better than any po' boy I've had in Austin. Really? So, um, yeah, they're, they're, they do a really nice job with it. Emily likes the chicken at, at Popeye's. I'm not a much of a fan so i got the po' boy and it was outstanding i got a fish po' boy there but they do have shrimp uh, i don't think they have oysters popeyes knows what um, they're doing with biscuits too yeah those biscuits yeah that, that's a that's a fortunate thing because emily doesn't like their biscuits Ugh. and so i get her biscuit every time mm-hmm. <laughs> uh you're a loss so <laughs> this morning i was imagining i was imagining someone like luke not luke himself but like luke and his wife visiting New Orleans, and um, I was just picture I was picturing him walking into a, a, a po' boy shop, and and I just started doing a voice, and Emily liked it. So, you know, here's here's the scene: uh, the Luke-ish person and his wife walk in, and they say, "Well, hello, Monshar. <laughs> My wife and I." Being from Oregon and Nevada, <laughs> respectively, are new to NOLA. We were able to sample some delicious bayonets with our coffee this morning, and the Garcon who served them told us there is another regional delight we really must try while visiting the Large Easy. If you could kindly set us up with one shrimp and one oyster poor boy, we will gladly tip generously. You made a face. Did I put the... Emphasis on the wrong syllable. I was pretty mad yeah. about this. I think everybody was. It's the name of the right. sandwich. No. It is the name of the fucking sandwich. <laughs> if you want it, say the name. If you if you're too much of a pussy, don't get it. Sorry, I'm pretty mad. Um, I don't because I, like I think that. the listeners are going to want to weigh in on our discussion. I specifically here. like and, having uh-huh. seven official candies, but if you guys want to come up with the one that oh, rules no. them all, then we can do that. I, I, yes, I think we have these seven, and then we get an eighth from the listeners. Something that mm-hmm. they are they get behind that should that we've overlooked. Mm-hmm. Okay, or that, okay. that no, they feel oh, was, no, and no. then we have a bracket after that. <laughs> oh, because no. no. mixing, we need an even <laughs> no. number. And My, this is this yeah. is this is how bracketing works. We let the whole world duke it out for an eight seed, and then it immediately gets demolished by a one seed. Yeah, and then we can destroy no. it. 
Mm-mm. Yeah, it's... no, fuck the brackets. No, no, and it's just a. Setup. I want a seven-way melee. <sighs> okay, let's well, have that... a vote on this then. Um, should we let the listeners have uh, an eighth seed, a wild card, to get into a no. bracket situation? No, uh, my They've five had their votes chance. say yes. No, my one thousand votes say no. <laughs> Bobby. Christy, what say you? Uh, I'm just trying to figure out how we would organize a seven-way melee. I guess we would let the top seed fly through the first round. Yeah. And then we would let, uh, we Which would let is the... It, what, and let's agree what the top seed is. Whatever had the most votes initially. So Skittles? No. Tootsie Pop? No, you guys, you guys have to abandon this idea of brackets. The whole idea of a seven-way melee is we put all seven up and people... Haha, seven up. And people just vote. <laughs> okay. I, I we like have that. a poll this is why I with like seven because... possibilities and people just go. All right. Because I'll tell you why that that isn't a good idea. Because looking at survey results, I know that it's just going to be a shit show and we won't. And it will be something like fucking applets and cotlets. That nope. No, 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 no. This is not a survey. This is a seven-way poll. No, no, no. I know. One. That's why I'm voting for that yeah. instead of the bracket. Yeah. Like we leave it up. For the eighth thing, yeah, I like the okay. seventh way. So we'll put okay. that out. Let me let me explain. Let, let me make another argument. Okay, okay. We've this is decided, not basketball. <clears throat> we've decided song of the summer on. We've decided on seven winners. <laughs> mm-hmm. We've decided on winners on seven different categories. Obviously, candy is a very divisive issue, um, mm-hmm. and there are going to be a lot of people with passionate feelings about their candy that got either. I mean, because we disregarded the voting in a way. We mm-hmm. went our own way. We listened to their feedback and we went our own way. There's a great possibility that there's a candy out there that there's a consensus behind that needs to be in the discussion that we either overlooked or we disregarded or, you know, I've never tried or whatever. <clears throat> so um, even if we don't do a bracket, uh, I think we should give the listeners voice and let them throw one of these things back in for the discussion. Whether or not we, we pit anything against each other, we can decide that later. But I think the listeners need to be involved in this feedback loop. I could not disagree with you more. All right, Jen. The listeners have had <laughs> their chance to make their feelings known. And this is the electoral college portion of the vote. The popular vote is over. Now the delegates are going to the conventions. This or is how we get Trump. This is this is Ex- how we get Trump. That may be, but I'm okay with that. I think it's. I think this this is an amazing turn of events for uh, the LRB in general. <laughs> for in that democracy, I am receptive to the to the listeners. I am the one who is sticking up for them. Uh, usually I'm the one who is, you know, you're, you're, you're usually the advocate and the voice of the people and you talk to people very reasonably. Uh, but now you're being such a dictator and so non-inclusive. This is just <laughs> out of character for you. We uh, already had the inclusive mm-hmm. part. Yeah. But I, we, but we ran over them in a lot of ways. No. Uh-uh. Uh, I feel like we did. I feel like we did, and I'm glad we did because, you know, most of the listeners are stupid. But (laughs) Mike, they're not stupid. They're just wrong. 
Yeah. If you, they're, yeah, they, they, they might be wrong, but if they voted applets and cutlets, they're just stupid. <laughs> but I just thought we just leave the back door open just a little bit in case something, something, there's a gem. There's something really mm-hmm. great that will find its mm-hmm. way back to us. And I think we need to do the seven way, um, just because we're not going to have a consensus on, nope. on this eight. And thing. if people are, if people are really that upset about it, they can start their own candy bracket and post it on the LRB page. I don't care. Can, Run your own thing. Can we get a, a like maybe a fresh voice back in when we play them off? Like we can get wake wake Meredith up and get her. Meredith put candy cigarettes as one of hers. She does not give votes. <laughs> of course she did. <laughs> she was a smoker. What do you want from her? Practice. All right. All right. Seven All right. way melee it is. And when okay. we when we come back, when we reconvene to discuss those, if listeners are upset in any way, I'm sure we'll hear about it. Uh throw your phones dot com. Uh throw your phone dot com rather. So seven way melee. It's also gonna be worked right, into the episode title of the show. I am going to put a condition on those throw your phones. For once, you know, normally I say, write to us about anything. Don't write to me about how disappointed you are in my personal candy choices. You can say, I really love this, but don't say you're stupid mm-hmm. for liking that because only Mike talks that way. Is anyone else a little scared don't of Anne like right Mike. now? <laughs> I actually like when the listeners write in saying things like that, because that's when I know that we can disregard their opinions. I feel like you, no. you you fly no 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 if, if a listener writes in and says something sort of blatantly uh, disrespectful like that then we know that nothing they say matters so whatever and if you're hearing like everything this, I say if you're understanding what I'm saying right now you're not one of those listeners so you're fine uh, all, right. all right and we... I just want to say that I I was kidding if you like apples and cutlets eat as many as you want more for you in the world you can still listen <laughs> the more you eat right. the less Jeremy yes. brings home right exactly <laughs> uh i'm glad i have you all on for this art bill talk too because andrew during the course of this conversation reveals that he believes in time travel <laughs> okay i have two ladies of science here um to to me i'm i'm not I'm not good science. My brain is bad, but um, I call bullshit. Am I right when I call bullshit? Uh, Probably. I mean, that's not really my wheelhouse, unfortunately. (laughs) You're a science person. (laughs) Tell me all about the physics. That's like when somebody's citing a number about something. They're like, well, you probably know this, but... You know, the rate of car right. accidents on blah, blah, blah. You're like, I don't know every statistic just because I'm a statistician. <laughs> you, you read um, statistics uh, daily and it, and the, you it, get all I know the all the numbers yeah. that exist. So I don't, I don't know, but probably not. I mean, at, at least we don't have the ability to do it now, but maybe people in the future do. I think that if it's such a thing as possible, we are a number of generations and by a number, I mean thousands and thousands of generations of people away from being able to do that. But I don't know. I, I kind of think that time is a one-way stream. Yeah. No, time is a flat circle. Oh, oh, God. See, this is what happens when I don't have cable. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm behind on all the latest scientific discoveries. 
if time travel is possible, will be possible, um, it has to tell us that our era really sucks because no one's chosen to come back here. <laughs> That's true. Maybe it, it sucks really so bad that future. we destroyed humanity and there's no one left to come back. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's a positive spin. Yeah. There are just there are other things I want to do before we get to time travel. I want to get the transporter before oh, yeah. we learn to go back in time. I want to get uh what do they call it on the and Star Trek? The replicator where they make the food. You know, you say tea, Earl Grey hot, and then out comes your morning tea. I want to get that first. I feel like we're getting that. We're pretty close with n- the Nespresso machine. <laughs> we're almost well, there. We are getting there with the holodecks. I mean, that's sort of conceivable mm-hmm. in the not too distant future. But mm-hmm. I, I think time travel is a way off. I would rather have teleporters than self-driving cars. Mm-hmm. Like, there goes your morning commute, you know? That would yeah. Just be... Can you imagine if we got rid of all the roads, how much, like, green space we could have back? And you know what? One of my, the saddest things in my entire life just about the world is roadkill. Like, I can't look at it without mm. wanting to cry. It's hard, um, yeah. So I usually will see, even if it's a, if it's a cardboard box, I just am like, I'm not going to look. I'm not going to look. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I can't deal with it. And that would eliminate roadkill. Mm-hmm. You know, when we get to thinking about this, it would eliminate roadkill. We would improve the atmosphere because we could add so much uh, vegetation plant life back in. Um, uh, think about uh, policing. We wouldn't have to have any traffic stops. We would have no more, no more unarmed drunk black men getting killed for speeding or whatever it is. Yep, no more drunk driving. Uh, I think transporters could revolutionize society in so many more ways than just getting us places quick. Get on it, Elon Musk. Yeah, stop wasting your time. I, I envision a future where a uh, a black gentleman is tel- uh, teleporting himself to work and he hits the button and disappears from his house. And then he instantly appears at his work with a police officer right by his side, ready to hassle him. <laughs> like they're not going to miss the opportunity to. Can we invent something me. like some sort of device that black men can strap to their backs or whatever, and it makes their cell phones invisible. <laughs> so they aren't mistaken for guns. Yeah. Those gun-looking cell phones. I'm always thinking people are pulling their guns on me when they're just grabbing their cell phones. They should stop making them shaped like guns. I mean, that mm-hmm. might be the first step. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know. But you need to stop that. Or just or put a a, a red tip on the end of the, your cell phone. Have so it they, a bright they green cell phone. One. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, teleportation. I like that. Because where we're going, we don't need roadkill. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. That conversation was worth it just for that. Yep. Listener Danny, a couple of points. Number one, I find money talk bothersome because thinking about money, even when not stoned, is useless. The base that many people use for money is gold, which has no intrinsic value, save that it is pretty, parentheses, ooh, shiny. And we all agreed that it is valuable. I own a gold coin. The same applies to any currency, dollars, stocks, bonds, real estate, Bitcoin, etc. They're all valuable because we agree they are. A little bit of stoning, a little bit of a stoned, uh, this is a couple days early for 420, Danny, you're you're ahead of the curve. (laughs) Number two, if you had got on the ground floor and invested in Bitcoin in 2010, today you would very likely have nothing. You would have stored your holdings in Mt. Gox, 70% of Bitcoin was, which went bankrupt in 2014. 
I am sure, tired. Mount Gox. We all we all remember Mount Gox in 2014. I actually um, do know of Mount Gox. I am vaguely aware. I am tired of the old chestnut that says if you had invested in X way back when, then today you would be rich. One hundo a day. Dot dot dot. Well said, Denny. Loved yeah. it. Yes. Yeah. This is a, a subject that Luke likes to ponder with less finesse that Denny has the whole uh, idea that money has value because we say it does. Mount Gox sounds like something dirty. It sounds like <laughs> sounds like something protruding from your sweatpants or something. You know, only to you, Mike. You keep coming up with these words that we shouldn't use anymore because they have dirty meanings. You're the one that look, there are lots of people in this world who use Don't the word taint my taint. reputation. <laughs> oh, Mike. I'd be okay. You're the only one who watches so much weird porn that it starts to take on a different direction. I I resent the fact that you think my porn is weird. I think it's normal. <laughs> Listen, whatever floats your boat. Oh, I guess we can't say Pregnant boat. Korean or float ladies anymore. is my thing, and and that's it's always going to be my thing. And if you can't handle that, then I refuse to make facial a dirty word. I refuse to make taint a dirty. <laughs> oh, word. Oh come on, facial that ship has sailed a long no, time ago. We'd, only when you pull for up to you. some beauty shop and and they're advertising a facial in the window. 80% of us are like, oh, that's... that's nope. That's, you and Matt Baca. You're the dirty birds. Mm. Uh, well, I'll have to disrespectfully say we have to disagree about disagreeing or agreeing or however you say it. We're here to pay attention to our listeners right now, children. <laughs> Not subtle petty, <laughs> subtle petty disputes over language uh, on should should be uh, relegated to porn. No. On the 19th, listener Eric with a K says, Someone wants to tell Andrew that you can't deduct Roth IRA contributions on your taxes, or should we wait and see if the IRS lets him know? Parentheses from the end of Tuesday's show. Wait, 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 wait. Genevieve, what'd you say? <laughs> she says it's fine. <laughs> okay, Genevieve says it's fine, so we'll just take it off. Here. I, here's the thing is, um, yes, that's true, but... I just think that he was inputting something into a a form. So once he entered whatever the tax form is that you get with the Roth IRA, that he that the machine knew what to do. He wasn't doing this by hand, is what I mean. I hope so. Turn the red to black doesn't. in the corner, so that's what's important, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the four twenty, listener Margaret, uh, some feedback for us. Well, not for me specifically or Mike, but love the nickname show, ladies. I hugged my phone when the nice lady said she wanted to jump off a flight when the pilot's name was Cody. (laughs) Immediately, I thought of an ER visit where my daughter's ER doc's name was Dallas. Dallas! All I could think was, is this a Doogie Howser situation? (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's true. I kind of have an issue with people that are named after places anyway. I'm sure mm-hmm. there are wonderful people named Dallas and Cheyenne and London and Paris, Newark. but mm-hmm. I don't know. It just doesn't Brooklyn. seem right to me. Yeah, Brooklyn. That's a big one these days. Mm-hmm. I just love hearing Bobby say Dallas. Trenton. Mm-hmm. It's mesmerizing. Dallas. <laughs> Dallas. 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 I can't do it now that I'm thinking about it. There's no I know. Way. You screw it up no now, e. Bobby. <laughs> 
I meant to add Doogie Meowser to my pet names for Cupcake, by the way. <laughs> That's nice. Your pilot is Doogie. <laughs> I mean, I'd be okay with that, right? Because... You now know, he's like 50. He's my age, right? And Thunderkind, right? I mean, like... I I would take oh a, right right I'd take a young genius over an old you know an old drunk anytime mm-hmm. that's not a slight at pilots it was a generality just a joke what's what's the name of an old drunk Will <laughs> <laughs> oh my four point eight nine <laughs> also on the twenty first Heather on Bainbridge Luke's uh, love Luke's wit a massive gas. Coming from me after eating a burrito. Just the kind of theological discussion I like on TBTL. Ugh. Heather, don't encourage this kind of behavior. I saw it coming. As soon as he said a massive gas, I knew there was a fart joke on the way. We should not encourage anything that obvious. Yep, too lazy. Was there a dollop of sour cream? Oh, Christy! Now, see, there's a word that we can take out of the lexicon. <laughs> well, I know what Mike's looking up tonight on YouPorn. Mm. Dollop. YouPorn's yeah. a real thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the time I Googled porn, I found out. <laughs> the, the one time. <laughs> and then I, I wrote this down. I think they were talking about how somebody wrote in... Uh, and they said, okay, so like Worcester is Worcester and it's spelled like Worcester, basically. Then why is Dorchester Dorchester? And I, my response to that is it's not Dorchester. You don't pronounce it like that. It's Dachester. So as far as, wow. yeah, is that a good one, Bobby? Dat. <laughs> Dat. I don't know uh, why you bother saying the rest of it. <laughs> that's true. Again, you're just saying dot. Uh, for, for those, my husband's from Boston and his uh, his original email when we first started dating was Irish dot rat, and I was like, "What does that What does that mean?" And he was like, "It means that I'm of Irish descent and I live in Dorchester, which is dot Chester, and I guess I'm a a rat, whatever." And I'm like, immediately, this is I try not to, you know, I didn't want to change him too much, but I was like, "That's got to change. That and your pleated pants have to change. We're done with that." Oh, we have that in common. <laughs> Emily chased me off the pleated pants. No, we're done. Yeah. So he got a he got a solid Gmail and really like better pants. So that's where we are. Anyway, well, not not better pants. My pants weren't bad pants. Yes, they were just pleated. No, pants. they were bad pants. <laughs> they were bad pants. I'm sorry to tell you. That sounds like a David Letterman production company. <laughs> Uh, let me just interrupt to yes. ask a question. Mike, are you just just drinking straight liquor or rather liquor on ice over there? What's going on with the tumbler noises? Oh, I have a big, big <laughs> mug of ice water because I'm fucking hungover. <laughs> I mainly don't want to have to edit it out. So I just wanted to acknowledge the fact that there's some ice clanging around. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I am rehydrating like a motherfucker over here. It's been a long, hot few days of drinking. <laughs> Yeah, that's it too. It's just been a little warm, and I have drink I haven't drank any water. Yeah. It's like yeah, that's bad. Yeah. Sorry, I'm messing it up. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, audio is because yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh god, I gotta tell you. Yeah, before I before I sat down and popped off my legs to do the show, I was like, I, there's no way I'm getting through 
two hours without a massive mug of ice water. Oh, my God. Uh, if I was drinking straight liquor, I'd be dead. In the interest point. of full disclosure, I am working on both a cup of coffee and a bottle of Gatorade right now. Yeah, the, so. this could this could be our this could be the Easter egg, or you could just leave it in. I'm leaving it in. I've got a, as Luke calls it, a bubble water. I've got a Saint Croix. So if you hear the what is it called, the repeats that I'm trying to do them. <laughs> I can't drink bubble water fast enough to rehydrate. I find that. It's it's not a thing it's, for me. It's it's it. because gotta, I'm it's just got to be straight water. Much like Anne, I like love uh, Diet Coke, but I can't. I just can't keep drinking it. So this is my replacement. I pretend yeah. I just have to like just go into another galaxy of pretending that this is Diet Coke with the carbonation. If I wasn't anti-straw, uh, you would you would have heard. You are firmly anti-straw. Just... I saw that that how fast you took it out of your <laughs> your greyhound. It's like get it away from me. Yeah, that shit's yeah. got to go. I mean, I, I I lick the booze and grapefruit juice off it, you know. I'm not a I'm an idiot. I paid for the whole drink, or somebody paid for the whole drink. So, but you're pro salt though, because uh, again, they, they salted your first greyhound yesterday. That was that was pretty great. I've never had anybody salt my greyhound before, and I was like, hmm, I love salt, so thank you. Uh, uh, because the bartender probably thought I was ordering it for my hipster girlfriend <laughs> and so just thought it would be appropriate to dress it like a margarita uh i went salt on my marg yeah. guys margs um okay back to it do we have anything more to say about dorchester <laughs> uh I, I didn't have anything to say i, I just thought uh dot dot rat was a it's awful. pretty good uh, url it's awful <laughs> It's like somebody who has like pornstar69 at AOL.com. Like, you got to change it. You're an adult now. Like, let's move on. <laughs> Lynn, right. Lynn does not need to go register pornstar69 at AOL.com. I'm sure it's taken. Rat <laughs> forward slash vermin. Andrew claimed to be getting into drinking Diet Coke. I mean, he said he claimed he, he is getting into Diet Coke, but the definition of what is a Diet Coke is what what's here. Um is what's at stake here. And that is Genevieve is buying some of those flavored diet Cokes. The, I think the mango ones were the ones okay. they were talking about in the skinny cans. And Andrew's putting away two or three of those a day. And when, when Luke found out that that's the variety of diet Coke that, that uh, Andrew was drinking, he was saying that he, he was saying that's not, that's not diet Coke. And I'm sure you have some thoughts on this, but let me just jump in real quick with mine, which is what the fuck is Luke talking about? <laughs> How dare he even say that? Especially, okay, it's called Diet Coke. It's made by Coke. It is Diet Coke with flavor in it. He talked about three seconds later drinking diet cherry coke and it's cherry mm -hmm. coke who cares if it's mango flavor or cherry coke flavor i yelled in my car about this i <laughs> i was again driving to the dentist to pick up my new bite splint it seems like every time i drive to the dentist i get mad at tbtl <laughs> and i was just in my car screaming at the top of my lungs like what are you talking about of course it's diet coke what's your take meredith, on this, Anne? meredith your your voice goes up just like mine does when i'm uh, arguing with my wife. <laughs> She's like, why is your voice getting so high? I was, I mean, I don't <laughs> genuinely get this worked up about anything, <laughs> but either. I was mad. Well, on one hand, I was like, 
who the fuck cares? Let Andrew drink what he wants to drink. True. But on the other hand, I was like, well, that mango stuff really doesn't taste like Diet Coke at all. Hmm. Hmm. Are we going to get in a fight, Anne? This will be our first one. Let me go make some popcorn. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> the, the thing about uh, serious Diet Coke drinkers is we're freaks. We're just crazy about Diet yeah. Cokes. And it's not it's not normal well we know the people at mcdonald's just know you and make your right. diet coke without you even saying anything right right right, Here comes right, diet right, coke. right i try not to go to mcdonald's every day i try to split it up between mcdonald's and the vending machine and sometimes i go to five guys because they have a lot of <laughs> soda options but yeah you gotta you do that to avoid judgment like, right exactly oh wow exactly. that's crazy that's awesome <laughs> That's a sign of a problem, girl. Yeah. Yes, it is. Good. There is something real, real weird about plain Diet Coke that I I don't know. It, it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. But what about Cherry Coke? Do you consider that Diet Coke? Well, it still has a Diet Coke taste to it. I just can't. I just can't get behind this. To I me, know. there's something about the can too, and um, those those flavored ones are like those are lady cans, <laughs> you know. They're the Virginia Slims of they soft are. drinks. That That's what you're true. Yeah, yeah. I just said I'd I'd rather have a chode of a can like Diet Coke in my hand than, <laughs> than just my a few couple fingers on this dainty little can. But like a Red Bull comes in the same dimension can, and I hate call that Red a Bull. Lady. I hate Red Bull. Um, just the taste. But I, that, yeah, I wouldn't drink that. If I were drinking energy drinks, I wouldn't drink that pretty much for that reason, other than it tastes terrible, was, you know, it feels feels too feminine to hold. And can you imagine Andrew, one of Andrew's mitts around one of those cans? <laughs> he could put four of them in his hand and you wouldn't even see them. Well, Meredith, I will freely admit that it's not rational. And if he was drinking the Diet Coke ginger lime flavor i would be like yeah that's a diet coke but that oh mango my God. is weird tasting <laughs> i just this is an inconsistency i can't get behind i know i i feel bad about it i feel really guilty well, but you that's the life okay we're gonna have to agree to disagree here mm-hmm. i liked this email for, or this hug my phone from crit so much that i thought we should have a topic designed around it and it says Hug my phone. If Luke and Andrew opened a Dairy Queen location in Seattle or Bellingham, I would move there ASAP. Nothing sounds more fun than going to the DQ in the summer evenings and seeing both or either of them there and hanging out. Um, I know who would be working and who would be hanging out if Luke and Andrew (laughs) bought a Dairy Queen franchise. Yes. Luke would be bringing in the customers and Andrew would be making the hot dogs and the blizzards. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So what this sort of sparked in my mind is if what if we bought a DQ franchise, us, the LRB people, um, who exactly would do what? I mean, first, maybe we have to decide where we have it. That's kind of going to be a problem. But maybe in this mythical world where we're all living within six blocks. Oh, of one another we could have a dq franchise and obviously i would take cake decorating duties mm. that's exactly mm-hmm. what i wrote yeah i have a list oh this is the oh, dairy good. queen the dairy queen of quebexus 
<laughs> right. Yeah. And and I have to say, this is a grill and chill. Okay. okay. So there's also food. Right. Right. Yeah. I was wondering if I could be Mr. Manager. Well, I don't, you know, so in my assignments, I put Mike as the shift leader because he loves to Tom Sawyer so much. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shift lead. <laughs> um, and I put Luke at the counter taking orders, but in parentheses, he doesn't get to handle the money. <laughs> oh, God, no. Right. But wait, Mike has experience dressing up like food and waving people in. So maybe we should have him dress like a cone. Is there a Dairy Queen mascot? Well, we'll make one. Don't oh. you think people would would? Uh, <gasps> oh my God, there is. Sad <laughs> if they saw a legless man. As no, the I mascot. think that you'll guilt them into stuff. coming in. No, yeah, be in your wheelchair as a mascot. <laughs> yes, oh, make right. so much money. My other thought was that Andrew would be the janitor, since that is yeah. his lifelong he dream. He loves it. Yes. Mm-hmm. It does make sense to me that despite his love of hot dogs, he wouldn't feel like he's capable of running the grill. Mm-hmm. Right. So he would he would be the janitor, but he would longingly watch the hot dog grill. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would definitely be watching Luke at the cash register. That's what I would be watching if I were shift manager. So the Dairy Queen mascot looks like it's an it's 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 a vanilla ice cream cone in the DQ style, and it looks like it's wearing you know like in the 30s how people would wear barrels because they were so poor they didn't have clothes anymore. <laughs> they didn't have money. Mm-hmm. Right. So this ice no cream clothes. cone is basically wearing um, a sugar cone that looks like a barrel around his waist and legs. So Mike, his legs are totally disguised. You can do this. Yeah, okay. you'll sit in your wheelchair. Well, um, I just wonder what's under that cone. Is there an ice cream penis? And is it normal size Whoa. or is it Hulk sized? Right. <laughs> right, right, right. Hmm. I just fear a giant Frank just snarfing me up, you know, <laughs> in one bite. And I'm gone. Where did Mike go? I don't know. That's a, giant good, dog that's a good way to go, though. That's a peaceful, took you know, quick way to go. That's I true. live in between two Dairy Queens, and I've never seen this Mr. Curly Cone before. I haven't either. It's fake. When you Google it, what, the first article that comes up is the Dairy Queen Lips Top 10 Creepiest Product Mascots. <laughs> Time Magazine. Wow. <laughs> Agree. Concur. And now we have a show picture. Mm-hmm. Indeed. <laughs> Every time we talk about Dairy Queen, they I don't know if this was national or if it was just like Texas specific, but they they had a little like jingle and it's consistently stuck in my head for about two weeks. It goes Let's hear it. Let's hear it. All right, let me see if I can do it. It has to have really it be really twangy. Okay, it's like this is DQ Country. And that's it. That's it. That's all that stuck in my I've head. I've heard in that before. That sounds very Texan. <laughs> it's so Texan. DQ is huge yeah. in Texas. It's a small town yes. Texas staple. It's the best. I've never mm-hmm. heard that before. Well, I mean, my voice is really, really good. So if you haven't heard it the way I sing it, then you've definitely never heard it before. I was just following through this Google image search to its disastrous ends. And I found a DQ Blizzard mascot costume. Oh my uh-huh. goodness! The cup Bobby. is upside down because of course it is. That's it's a, a blizzard. They show it to you, right? It's like it's like how how a steak uh, place should show you your still beating heart when they serve you a really right. delicious yeah. steak. DQ is like it's soon going to stop. Yeah, they're like, look, you can't get your spoon in this. Have fun trying to mm-hmm. eat it. Mm-hmm. This mascot only has one leg. Because you only only use one spoon to eat Dairy Queen. And the Dairy Queen spoons are red, and he's wearing red pants and a red shoe. Does the mascot have to, like, walk on their hands? How does this work if he's upside down? No, they only hire one-legged people. Oh, okay. Good. Good. And then how how quickly um, can your balls redescend after you pull them out of this frozen... (laughs) 
Uh, I escape. <laughs> I don't think it's that much truth in advertising. Mike has questions. Did we get yeah. all of our assignments? I still don't know what I'm doing. At oh, this yeah, Dairy Bobby, Queen. what are you going to do? Too. I have no idea. You know, I I didn't grow up with Dairy Queen. We had local ice cream places. Uh, when I got to Buffalo for college, we would go occasionally, but it's never been a big thing. And there's one like less than a mile down the road from our place. We could walk, but I've still never been to it. And what was this thing on a stick, Mike? Dilly Bar. The Dilly Bar. Dilly Bar. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a gateway drug. Mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. Uh, Dairy Queen. It's like Queen. for kids. Yeah. Okay. And that's what I had when I was a kid because it, uh, unlike a, a a cone, it's not going to melt all over your hand. It's like... Yeah. Uh, Contained. It's like a... Yeah. On, it's on a popsicle stick hmm. and... Uh, it's got a and you don't, shell on it or is it just... A... It's clean. Yeah. It has and a, they a sold them like in six packs so you could take yep. it home. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. So I don't know what I would do. Wouldn't you be on the grill or the fryer because of your Burn D's association? Mm. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, it would just be burning the shit out of everybody's yeah. food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Christy, what do you think? Well, I was trying to make an Arrested Development joke by calling myself Mr. Manager, um, and then no one laughed at it. <laughs> so <laughs> you're the only one well, I'm watching sure it right now. There's a Buster joke in there somewhere too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I I mean, I've worked in fast food. I worked at Wendy's, um, and I across the board was terrible at all of it. Hmm. Didn't you say you used to work the drive-through? Somebody. Oh needs no, to only once, drive-thru. and I I did really bad at change. I just kind of oh. threw like a handful <laughs> of change at the lady, and um, then I never got to work on, on it again. Hillary, how are you with drive-throughs? I, I think I could do the drive-through. I also always wanted to be like Parker Posey and waiting for Guffman. You know, she worked at the Dairy Queen. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want a light ice cream, like a blizzard. <laughs> fat free just come in for a coke if you're thirsty um anyway so that's kind of how i imagine myself uh just like a greeter and i could totally i could totally rock the the drive-through i'm comfortable with that that means i can like sit down kind of and like nobody sees no what are you thinking you've never worked in fast food if you think you can sit down Mike is the only one that gets to sit down, and that's because he doesn't have legs. And that's because legally we can't fire him over it. When my testicles are redescending on break, I get to sit down. Uh, well, Christy, I guess you have to be the store manager then. I guess so, Mr. Manager. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. Red cheese. Mm-hmm. You got to report to corporate. Yeah, we. Yeah, you can keep all that shit mm-hmm. organized. <laughs> I'm assigning you that. And I promise not to sexually harass you guys. Damn. Oh, man. <laughs> I was uh I was marking down timestamps throughout today's episode and I would just like to say that the garbage anxiety and the urbanism versus ruralism discussion that was 39 minutes. Jeez. And I was getting pretty irritated because neither of these things is something that I think is well discussed on the show. And then we got to the top story. We got to Luke's boating disaster. And on the surface, it's everything that I hate about TBTL. (laughs) It is a long and incredibly over-detailed story about Luke's entitlement and lack of planning and poor decision-making. And I loved every second of it. (laughs) And... 
you you said you you in your notes you said it was a 74 minute story and that's yes. true and and uh it could have been told more succinctly but still it was probably one of the most entertaining things that's ever happened on TBTL however your summary <laughs> so succinct and i read it to emily and we were both crying laughing <laughs> at your summary so can you give that to us right now Yes, I will. And I would just like to point out, it was a 74-minute story of something that Luke said took an hour to it's like the Titan. It's like the Titanic movie took longer than the actual, like, sinking of the boat. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So here's what I wrote for Luke's boat fiasco. Crashed into two other boats, ran out of gas, almost got another boat in trouble, almost dumped himself in the water while trying to tie up at an industrial dock, found a hole in the boat, Toby boat guy had to tow them back to the marina where all the Jerry's washed the boat crasher guy being towed in like an asshole. <laughs> Luke showily left notes on a boat he hit after being helped by the very handsome owner of the sailboat he hit. Ooh. Wow. Ah. <laughs> uh. As you mentioned on Facebook, Mike, this is the karmic equivalent of Luke crashing through the plate glass window, skateboarding <laughs> at the Portland airport. <laughs> we've, been, we've been wanting a moment like this for a long time. And while, while the story was unfolding, I mean, there are a lot of uh, throw your phone moments to get to. While the story was unfolding, I was messaging two different people, Carrie, um, <laughs> because I, I just was like you got to get rid of these boats what what's going on kid and and camaro kev was like is everyone okay i didn't want to because the story was taking so long i just wanted to make sure that he and his wife and and his parents were okay today we are all jerry's <laughs> Oh, let me get to a couple of throw your phone moments before we discuss this uh, further. Uh, Mackenzie oh, came in man. first. I can't even see the notes anymore. <laughs> Mackenzie says, wow, this is the show that they should put up for new listeners as the typical TVGL. <laughs> Entitlement? Check. Luke's ego? Check. Boat talk? Check. Andrew angered by perceived rudeness? Check. And then he adds an all well wishes to Andrew. I hope he gets better soon. We got a series from Christy who says <laughs> stream of consciousness. She, yeah. She said, as soon as I got to the part of the boat story where they run out of gas, I turned it off and said, oh, that's why I live in a TV. <laughs> and uh, then, I think it's one of those TBTL stories where you'll, you'll always you'll you'll always think about where you were and what you were doing when you were listening to it. Yes. <laughs> I was sitting at my desk at work and all of a sudden I realized I had the biggest like shit eating grin on my face. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't so care good. if everyone was all right. No, nope. that, that's how, I really that's didn't. how oh, yeah. you, you, you were. That, that leads into Christy's second throw your phone where she says, there is a hole in the motherfucking boat. <laughs> I'm going to need two Xanax to finish this episode. And I understand that it triggered a lot of people's anxiety responses. I was not anxious at all. I mean, the fact that he's there telling the story is exactly. enough to yep. Yep. let you yep. know that yeah. everything turned out okay. Yeah. And frankly, it was just so 
delicious. I mean, karma was like, wait, what's going on? Oh, I got to take care of this. <laughs> it was so good. Uh, Eric said, Monday, best episode ever. That is all. <laughs> and then I think maybe my favorite from Kalina. She says, I feel like the LRP crew really earned this voting story, you know? <laughs> <laughs> next month we should do the amazon list because it's been a while so everybody go buy your weird um yes try to be the weirdest buy your sex toys and contraptions oh i like that i bought some weird stuff (laughs) (laughs) all right but are you on are you on restriction like i am where it doesn't count my stuff I think it's people who are admins on our website are restricted. Uh, so that okay. would be you and Jeremy and Bobby and yeah, me. It's sad because I buy a lot of random shit. Yeah, me too. I go work. under John Takamoto's and it, it <laughs> keeps me on the That explains restricted a lot list. about John, actually. Um, and yeah, my, my replacement goat suit went under the radar. Well, it's hard to find the ones that come without legs. Oh, hey now, purple. Taking a lot of shots. Everyone's taking a lot of shots on this show. A lot of shots. Wait, Mike, how do you do the wide stance now? <sighs> We're More just shots? jealous. We're jealous Anyone because else? you got to go to the uh, the not officially a radio show in the hotel suite in Austin, and we didn't. Yeah, yeah. I get to do a lot of very wide stances with without legs. With, with Thank Luke. you very much. <laughs> I'm jealous that you get to go to the front of the line at Disney World. Oh yeah, have mm. you gone to Disney? Can we? Can I take you to Disneyland? Uh, Please don't <laughs> take me. Do you want to take? Disneyland. Hey, do you want to take Bridget and Rory? They would really like to go, and <laughs> you can be their guardian. Yeah. I'll, I'll, you pay me a lot of money, and I will get them to the front. I'm jealous because you could get queso whenever you wanted. Oh, queso is a snap here and all. Yep. Snap. I mean, you just go into Torchies and they say, thank you for your service, and they give you <laughs> they pour it down Emily, queso. Emily made queso in my house. I made queso in your house. Last weekend. I need that recipe, Hillary. That's how accessible queso is here in the Lone Star State. Well, I'm sure we could get you other freebies. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see if we can milk the system. Veterans Day is like is like your national holiday, right? When's Veterans Veteran Podcaster Day? That's when I want to know. (sighs) Um, Housekeeping and. Yes. I was thinking about this. Why no, no why no. does it have to be a lady housekeeper? Exactly. Why can't it be a dude house- housekeeper? Mahalo. It's kinda of like how they were talking about how You 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 want that? You want that? Seriously? Yes. Some well is he Hawaiian? Hey, yo, we gotta change the linens. What are you doing in there? Is it like Maui Mahalo. and uh Moana? I'll take the, the rock. Yeah, exactly. We watched that in Maui. I had not seen it. That's really, that's really good. It's good. It's uh, it's a movie. Oh, give me a break! <laughs> I Bobby. didn't dislike it. I just that you could have watched two episodes of Murder She Wrote 
and instead you watched Moana. The, uh, Shine, Shiny is legitimately a good song. Like I, Shiny is excellent. It's Jermaine Clement, and he does basically a David Bowie, and it's fantastic. And Lin Manuel Miranda wrote most of the songs. So yeah, shut the, up. The songs were good. Uh, I I'll have to go back. Those are probably on Kids Bop twenty seven or twenty eight. That movie's a couple years old now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, housekeeping. Ooh. Housekeeping. <laughs> oh man, I'm scared now. You just sound like you're like a plantation owner. <laughs> housekeeping. <laughs> Get the fuck out of your house. I'm about There's to burn no, it down. Or like a scary German nanny There's or something. There's no way this isn't someone coming to settle a debt. <laughs> right? Christoph Waltz. Housekeeping. If he starts talking Mr. about Morgan rabbits, run. Morgan 30 days. It's been 32 days, Maurice. Where's my money? <laughs> You're terrifying, um, yeah. <laughs> That's the takeaway. Um, Mike, could I prevail on you to read this next one that I highlighted in blue? I just feel like it should be read in your voice. Oh, wait a minute. I'm I'm on the I'm on the toothbrush here. Let me scroll uh-huh. down. Okay. Uh the nut butter <laughs> extreme in all caps with menthol. Men's intense tingle lotion for balls, butt, back, and body. Tingly eucalyptus. Oh, I like eucalyptus. That's an essential oil, by the way. Whenever they go to fire the uh, unessential oils, uh, um, eucalyptus gets to stay at his desk. And they have to come in during snow Uh, days. Sucks. (laughs) He's essential. You got to get in here. Get get a lift. Get in. Um, Aloe. Cocoa, I'm not so sure about that in my butt. Uh, vitamin E and anti-chafing C. This uh, this was only seventeen and a half dollars for this nut butter extreme, you know, and I found it to be quite useful. And so a this wonderful was you. Product. Uh, no, sadly, no. I buy mine, you know, on the. Oh demo, right. But uh, I guess Mike has to I get his in bulk. I don't. I guess now we're we're doing this. But, I uh, I don't know what it's like I do have to have testicles, but like I can't imagine putting menthol in them is a good idea. No, you don't want to put a bunch of stuff down there. Like at most, just do a Jeremy and just empty out a, a whole c- container of gold sure, bond sure, down sure. there. Have you just ever keep it have dry? You ever seen a gymnast? Keep it fresh. Dip his or her hands in the chalk before they jump mm-hmm. into their event. Mm-hmm. That's Jeremy with yeah. the gold bond. Okay. <laughs> right. He's like LeBron James before the game, just clapping all the. But it's not minty. It doesn't make you have cold balls. So. No, yeah. no, and it, the name butter. I'm well, and we should also mention that there, you especially know the, with the, dogs. the title of this is nut butter, and it's nut spelled N U T T. Right. Mm-hmm. That makes it worse somehow. It does. I don't know how, but it does. Mm-hmm. Um, I have an addition to this. Because I pulled up the item on Amazon. Really going to fuck up my search history. Ooh, are there pictures? Um, Well, thankfully, it's just the bottle, but... Cavalcade of yam bags. (laughs) You know, if if I would ever... If Anne would ever allow that to be the show title. uh, No. Would iTunes allow that to be the show title? Our spreadsheet cut the name short. And so I feel like this needs (laughs) to be read in its entirety. 
Uh, nut butter okay. extreme with menthol, men's intense tingle lotion for balls, butt, back, body, tingly eucalyptus, LO, cocoa, vitamin E, and then it said anti-chafing C, but there's more. It's anti-chafing cream, anti-dry skin, anti-boredom. <gasps> if you put butter all over your balls, of course Wait, they're not going to dry out. There's another phrase after that anti-boredom and then it says tame the beast yep what, what oh that's I... the name of the maker is tame the beast oh. but anti-boredom yeah i believe that at least for oh, the come first on. 20 minutes yeah. so you figure out and what's if a guy going is on putting down there cream all over his balls what what do you think is going to happen next <laughs> it's not boring it's not boring <laughs> just impressed you think it's going to last 20 minutes <laughs> All right, he has seven windows open. Is this for men only, or I'm not gonna put mm. menthol cream on anything. No, no, no. I was thinking if there was a line of creams for women too. Uh, I haven't gotten. That I mean, far. would women get into? I this? mean, well, I don't. We're gonna get real blue here if we keep talking about this. Come on, come on, Meredith. You you'll buy any. Oh, of cream course, on I the will. Yeah, if there's a new cream for a part of my body, like a specific, <laughs> I will. I will absolutely buy it. Or your but balls? like, what? Oh, damn it! What would this be? Like, my ovaries are on the inside of me. I can't put cream on those. Mm-hmm. I would if I could, yeah. but I can't. Sure. Oh. Um, scrolling through their catalog, we'll get here, you an applicator mm-hmm. for that. It appears that they are all male oriented or at best gender neutral. But no, Tame the Beast creates men's grooming products with arousing scents and energizing properties. Oh, so okay, we, so mm. we all know what it's actually for. Good, great. Jack products. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Order now, and it comes with a German Shepherd. I mean, what's oh my god, Mike? What's wrong with Jurgens? Just get some one dollar. Lotion. I know. Come on, guys. Hey, hey, hey. We're not we're not shaming anybody for their purchases. No, no. I'm trying to... Or sh- you could just go dry and save all oh of the money. Oh, my God. I mean, Do you feel like this is right. turning into an episode of We Love need to Line? move on. Um, before we go to the Week in Review, we do have to acknowledge <laughs> a very important um, phase of the calendar. It's, it is birthday week. <laughs> do, do, do. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, by the time we record this uh, podcast next week, I will be 40 years old, so I had to pre-celebrate it. <laughs> it has, I, will I love not mention that- it. <laughs> I love that we have... Mike, who would just prefer that birthdays never, ever be acknowledged, and Hillary, <laughs> who is like, trumpets, <laughs> you have a birthday. You, it's like, I always tell Dave, like, his family is like Jehovah's Witnesses about birthday. Like, they don't discuss it. It's like a, a, a nod. You get what? a book or something. I don't know why. They're so weird about it. Mine, listen, my parents celebrated me on my birthday. My dad... Okay, for a long time until I got like too fat to do it, my dad would carry me, not even on my birthday, this is just like every day, he would, car- he would carry me from my bed to the breakfast table. Aww. <laughs> what? <laughs> and then, every day? Yeah. And on my birthday, there would be a donut there uh, waiting for me with a candle and we'd sing happy birthday. He'd sing like, Aww. today's your birthday. And then... So I'm a birthday brat. Then he'd do tax man. Tax man. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. All of my life until I turned about 12, I would say, carry me, daddy. And he would carry me to the <laughs> breakfast table. And then there was just one day he was like, I can't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I, st- 
still say that to my dad sometimes. I'll be like, carry me, daddy. And he laughs. Uh, but yes, it is birthday week. I will be celebrating all week long. So if you want to say happy birthday to me any day this week, I will happily accept it. <laughs> and really, it's like the full moon because there are days leading up to the full moon. And yes. then there are days after the full moon where <laughs> the werewolves are still kind of werewolfy. So we can just incorporate all of that. Exactly. So since her birthday is Saturday, so we can celebrate it all this week and all next week. Yeah. Yes. So. Or are you still so. in birthday month celebration mode? Do we need to like book a, a comedy club so we can ruin somebody's set? <laughs> yes. <laughs> See, really, when I because I think about this way too much, my birthday starts like once the twenties start, like because my birthday is the twenty seventh. So once it's like in the twentieth, <laughs> then I feel like it's really like birthday time. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I love this. <laughs> when so I when I knew Dave and I were like meant to be because I, this was when I was turning like twenty eight or something. I woke up on the morning of August twenty six and I said, oh, "Do you know what tomorrow is?" And he said, two months until your birthday." And I was like, "Yes." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love your enthusiasm about this. Hillary. I I think this was this was killed in me really early on because my birthday is three days after Christmas yeah that sucks and it's just horrible to have it yeah. it just sucks to have a Christmas birthday even my mom tried really hard to make it a, a separate event and make it special but like it's three days it's also three days before New Year's like yeah. people are out of town or people are exhausted or usually they're broke like nobody wants to go to a party on December 28th yeah um yeah. you always in have the middle to of like it. months still of parties playing those yeah, video so. games that you that you get <laughs> yeah you're still yeah exactly yeah. you still want to play donkey kong um <laughs> for another like three weeks before you have to go back to school so i i don't know i was never super into my i was always kind of disappointed by them because it was always very anticlimactic so yeah. i i i i admire your enthusiasm <laughs> for it and i wish i could share it but i just i just can't anymore i mean maybe like it's fine to acknowledge it. i'm not an andrew about my birthday like i'll go out to dinner or whatever and my mom will usually have some sort of event like usually for people's birthdays we'll go over to my mom's house and she'll cook you know whatever dinner you want and make whatever cake or pie or whatever you want and they'll do presents um but since our family has grown and there are grandkids now my birthday has become (laughs) lumped in not only with christmas but my sister's birthday which is a month later Mm -hmm. and my nephew's birthday and my sister-in-law's birthday which are a month after that so we all kind of have this giant communal birthday now so it's like even less acknowledged these it's like, days. It's like the winter like you don't quarter. Matter. Yeah, celebration. <laughs> yeah. It seems like your family is very sexually active nine months before. Yes. We are all, I mean, seriously, we're all March. born between November March, yeah, and... Yeah, it's March, April. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're really going after it in the springtime. I mean, what are you, you know, you're like, deer or... <laughs> this is kind of um, overshadowed. I shouldn't have uh, forgotten about this because of the kitten, but I have a new niece. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to the discussion of mashed potatoes with butter. Luke specifies with butter. I assume that's butter on top of what goes into the preparation. Already is in yeah, I was going right, to say, right, right, who makes right. those without butter? You right. Need that, you need the volcano well of butter. Of course. When I put butter on things, it gets pointed out to me sometimes like, you know, there's already butter in that. I'm like, well, and okay. so. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
<laughs> yeah, you're not you're not you're not throwing me off my game here because uh, I'm I'm putting some more on. We can fight about a lot of things on this show politely, of course, but I think we're all on the same page about that well of butter being <laughs> essential. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, the throwiest throw your phone moment of the week for me was when Andrew says, so what's the difference between mashed and whipped potatoes? <laughs> it looks like, I don't know. <laughs> wow. Amazing. Wow. And then they look I'm it up and they're genuinely like, oh, one is mashed and one is whipped. Huh. huh. Interesting. <laughs> I wouldn't have guessed that. That was the best joke of the week. And they didn't even mean it to be a joke. <laughs> I mean, I was laughing out loud <laughs> at that. Uh, and Luke's number one Thanksgiving food, Hawaiian rolls with butter. I don't think that's a surprise to any of us who have listened yeah. to TBTL long term. He is obsessed mm-hmm. with those roles and you know he talks about how when he was constructing this list he didn't want to put stuff on it that you could have anytime and i was like um luke you know they you can buy hawaiian store. rolls at the grocery oh, yeah. store 365 366 on a leap year days of the year it's an end cap yeah basically yes um, again, with butter, the butter is very important. They get into a sort of a serious discussion because Andrew but, says... But wait, Anne, do you know how what? much butter is already inside those rolls? Uh, you know how much butter was used in baking those rolls? Uh-huh. Why do you? Why are you adding butter? I don't know. Yeah. Because... It tastes good. Because <laughs> you can. Wait, whipped butter or like regular butter? Right. No, mashed butter. What's the difference? Mmm. <laughs> 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 uh, Andrew goes into dangerous territory here by stating that Hawaiian rolls are not their thing, that they do crescent rolls. And they get into discussion of which of them is correct. What is the quote unquote correct kind of roll for Thanksgiving? This is so stupid. Like Luke has never given one second of thought to like other people might eat other carb things. Mm at their thanksgiving <laughs> eat what you want make what you want my mom makes homemade bread that's fine do your thing if luke were at a different thanksgiving and there were no hawaiian rolls available he would be completely stuffing his roll hole with <laughs> whatever either bread. the homemade bread or mm-hmm. the crescent rolls or whatever i mean it's just a thing that happens with his family he eats the hawaiian rolls but it's 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 just a carbon butter thing and we're all into it Yep. Let's just celebrate each other's differences. I wonder mm-hmm. what would happen if I had brought Luke over for Thanksgiving or Christmas or Easter in Rhode Island and fed him a piece of the Portuguese sweetbread that's very common in that part of the country that we get from a little old lady who's the grandmother of someone Sam used to work with. And it comes on a paper plate in a plastic bag because she makes dozens of them every year. Uh, and it's basically just a different kind of sweet roll because Hawaiian rolls aren't as popular out here. But Portuguese sweetbread is. Right. He would, and he would realize throw it's the same it on thing. the floor. <laughs> he would storm yeah. out this of the house. This is an insult. How a, dare you minute, serve this to me, your guest? <laughs> it's a giant loaf of sweet roll. <laughs> mm. My sourdough rolls were a, a, a smash hit, I gotta say. Oh, good. Not to polish my own apple, but they were very good. And they're substantial enough that you could really clock someone in the head with one if they were being <laughs> a jerk about what bread you were serving. <laughs> I would open up my tiny mouth as large as 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 large as I could, Bobby, and just tap it into my 
just keep tapping and tapping and adding butter as it went further into my roll hole. Like, there are worse ways to go. There really are. <laughs> he, he he died doing what he loved, choking on a roll. Choking on a roll. <clears throat> uh, Mike, could you remind us your keys to success for ranch dressing? I think it's worth noting. Keys to success? Yeah, like your favorite. Follow a fucking <laughs> recipe. Sorry. Don't don't buy hippie mayonnaise. Um, the, the oh. no, I'm. <laughs> He's a brand new cook. He he should not be going off the res yet. He should be following the recipes to the letter, and then you can improvise once you've got it figured out. Then then you put in some franks, you know. Once you've put got a little your sriracha things down, in there, you little hipster. Like some buffalo ranch will go. Oh my god, so many ways to go, but but build the base, make a base. <laughs> I mean, you don't just you don't just start building a house. You know, like, oh, we'll just put the house here. Uh, hey, do you want a foundation? You Let's know? make it out of canola uh, oil. We'll worry about that later. Yeah. Jesus Christ. We'll 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 make a slab and slide it under there later. No 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 no. Ranch is the slab. My heart's racing right now. I'm really Slab sorry, jacking. guys. I'm going to have to move on from this pretty quickly. All right, get involved. Uh, LittleRedBandwagon.com is our website, and you can go there for our merch, <laughs> for, for Bobby. Um, ThrowYourPhone.com. Thanks, guys, for sending them in. Um, our Facebook page, come join us. Uh, the show Twitter is at LRB Podcast. Email us at LittleRedBandwagon at gmail.com. The voicemail and text is 802-432-TBTL. That's 802-432-8285. And fax Bobby your butt at 617-354-8513. I still haven't gotten one yet. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, and really quickly, my, my niece was just texting me like, are you recording? Can I be on your podcast? So I'm giving her, because I'm not, I'm giving her a shout out here. Liz, this is for you. Um, you can't be on my podcast, but I'll give you a shout out. Um, oh, this is your podcast now. <laughs> she took it over. It's a coup d'état. Um, <laughs> and with that, Anne, why don't you get us out of here? Until next time, this is the next party. Ah, oh, Jen, oh, we we give thanks to you and for all that you have wrought. <laughs> Are we going to do the traditional simultaneously failing clap and nailed it? Yes. Oh, man. do you want me yeah. to count it? Or no, let Bobby, Bobby count it. it. It's more, it's more exciting. <laughs> sure. All right. All right, everybody. Just like recording. Three, two, one, clap. What? Nailed <laughs> that it. Was nailed so it. Bad. <laughs> Wow. It was like a staccato. It's always um, so bad. It's like a drum roll.